0: What's up? This is your favorite style nigga and your favorite stand-up comedian. This is Basil, and I'm here with the lovely, beautiful Ina
1: Esco at the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm Doc Holliday, sports director at ABC 24, Local 24. I'm here with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Being in love with music her whole life, DJ Zeta stepped into her DJ career in the year of 2014. She would only DJ around the house waiting for that moment to finally show off her talent. In the year of 2016, she DJed her first gig at a gospel rap concert, and from then, it took off. She's worked with and got to personally know many DJs here in the city of Memphis and has had the pleasure of DJing all kinds of events over the past three years. In 2018, for the first time, she entered into the Life is Dope DJ competition and recently made history of being the first female DJ for the Atlanta Greek Picnic. DJ Zeta is a graduate of the University of Memphis and a member of the Epsilon Kappa chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. DJ Zeta enjoys a healthy fitness lifestyle, whether it's working out, watching workout videos, or reading about nutrition. And she's also big on mental wellness. DJ Zeta describes herself as a goofy, loving, live black queen trying to make the best out of this thing God gave us called life. Verbally effective, your double E, Ina Esco, in the building. And guess what? I have with me one of my fellow, fellow, fellow female women. (laughs) Look, I said female women because, you know, my producers are not always on me about that word female. So, I'm going to correct myself right now (laughs) and say, What? (laughs) And say, I have my sister with me, DJ Zetta. Yes. DJ Zetta. What's
0: up, y'all? Yeah. DJ Zetta.
1: What's up? What's up, lady? How are you?
0: I am good. I'm feeling good. Doing I'm so good. glad you
1: came today. I'm
0: honored to be here. I'm what excited. Are you excited? <laughs> yes, I'm excited.
1: Okay. Well, yes. you know, I've been uh, following you on Instagram for a while now. And every time I see a woman DJ, <laughs> how? it's so hard to come out like a woman dj um on social media in person i'm always there to meet them because yes. hey it's another one of me yes. around here yes
0: we come very far in between right so, right it's but it's getting better yeah it is it's definitely getting better um we have a group a whole group of female djs here in memphis it's really more than what we think it is yeah um but like, with it being so male-dominated, it's kind of easy to be shadowed and hidden.
1: Very easy. So, yes
0: yeah, we here. We making we making it do what it do when we can, you know.
1: Definitely. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about more of, you know, that whole DJ industry um, and how you're navigating through it as as a woman. But we're going to get started at the beginning. Zeta where yes. are you from? I am from Memphis. What part? The beautiful, beautiful land of Memphis. Um,
0: I've been kind of everywhere. My dad's um, military, um, he was also a police officer. So, South Memphis, I did a lot of growing up there. And I eventually, my dad wanted to, you know, better for me and my brother. So, we moved to Cordova and I graduated high school out there in Cordova from Cordova High. Um, But, majority of my life, I kind of bounced all over Memphis from like living off of 3rd. To okay. boom, I'm in Cordova,
1: <laughs> South Memphis, yes. to 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 Cordova. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now you mentioned your dad uh, was in the military. That's something we share in common as well. My yes. dad is retired Army. Mm-hmm. So what branch was your dad? Army. In? Really? Yes. He was
0: in the Army. Um, okay. he literally only left because he had hurt himself. He worked on the Apache airplane, so that was like wow. he was an engineer on the Apache. He was literally the only person working on them when they first. I guess came out. Mm-hmm. I do not say like a CD or something, but um, when the Apaches first came out, he was one of the engineers that actually worked on, it, and he literally hurt himself um, jumping out of one. What? And was sent home. So
1: why he j- like jump they, they out had, in the was, air? Yeah, jump out? Yeah,
0: he jumped out of like and landed, bucket list jump out. Landed tight. on his knee. Like Ooh. bad. So. And oh it's, it is so terrible because he needs surgery he won't get it because oh, he's a man so <laughs> being stubborn daddy don't do Stub- that stubborn dad stubborn dad. <laughs> yeah
1: okay so where all have you lived other than memphis uh
0: mississippi mainly um okay. memphis and mississippi
1: okay yeah because
0: he was a police officer as well he did a little time i think it was tunica where he was a police officer and then um moved to memphis and Truck driver. My grandma stayed here. There's a lot of reasons why he... Because he's not originally from here. He's from Chicago. Mm -hmm. So, um, literally came here because of his mom. Moved down here. And, of course, you want to be close to mom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, daddy's boy. Yes. Wow. Okay. So, at Cordova, what was going on with you at Cordova?
0: Man, that was probably... The most, I don't know. It was fun, but uh, I had a lot of insecurity issues in high school, so I was accepting any, all kind of bullshit from niggas. So
1: really, you know,
0: you know, just girls, we go through that stage where we don't actually know how beautiful we are. Yeah, and um, but you know, in the end, you come out. Knowing that you find a hill, so okay. You know, I was really skinny <laughs> in high school. Um, I never played any sports until my senior year. I played mm-hmm. volleyball and tried. Hey! To, <laughs> yes, I'm tried to play, tried to run track, but see the way my life was set up, mm-hmm. it was too hot. So, um, volleyball, you was always in the inside. Yeah. Um, I probably played, like, one game from volleyball. Had an issue with that because I was dating a football player and one of the girls didn't like me. Oh, I know how they got. Got put off the team. It was all kind of, yeah, I cried. All of that? Yes, it was that crazy. Oh, my God. What position did you play? I was, shoot. A hitter? Kind of everywhere because I landed, the way the team was set up, I was, like, that one person that was a good height, for the front good mm-hmm. height for the back in the middle so literally <laughs> i was just and they was really trying to place me because i didn't really play sports before then so it was oh. just like i'm new to this i really don't know what i'm supposed to be doing so they would kind of just throw me anywhere
1: you were trying to figure yeah it out. they're
0: trying to figure out and then i didn't even stay long enough to get a jersey because they kicked me off the team it was oh sad my. I okay was so cordova sad. Yeah, you know, I still love my school though. Okay, and you
1: <laughs> said you were skinny yes, in high school, I was but a... you're such a thickums girl. What See, you mean skinny? What
0: happened was? What
1: have you start eating?
0: That, and then I got on <laughs> Depo, and then I was working three jobs right after high school. Depo, yes. What? That you know people? The shot? You know the Depo shot. Yeah. yeah. So, and I literally right after I graduated high school, and I got to start being you know semi grown. You know, I got on. My mom was like, "You need to get on Depo because you're not having no children." Da da da, da. Uh, So I was like, "Okay, mama made you do it." Mm. Yeah you know, okay. if it was for the greater good. <laughs> for the greater yes. good. She just wants to see me succeed without children. <laughs> you know,
1: so. So you said you dealt with some insecurities in high school, like most of us. Because mm-hmm. it, at that age, we're discovering ourselves, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's what. You know, we liking boys. Yes. And you just mentioned you had a little drama. You were dating yeah. a football player yeah. and <laughs> all of that. So how are yes. you doing today with these insecurities? Now,
0: um. One of my insecurities back then was because I was dark, and uh. um, I don't know. I don't feel like this should have still been going on then, but the dark and light skin thing was still kind of going mm-hmm. on. Did you and, get teased? Um, I was aggressive, so you said something, I was oh, going to fight you okay. type of thing. So I wouldn't say it was <laughs> teasing. <laughs> I was terrible. I was terrible. You were especially, especially my senior year, because it was my brother's first year, he was a freshman, and I was about to leave. So I was fighting um, for him and me.
1: Wow. Terrible. So,
0: uh, you know, just the insecurity of being dark, that's no longer. Because we popping. Yeah. All women are popping. I don't feel like we should have to separate. I'm like, you're dark. That's just stupid to me, yeah. honestly. Because a woman is a woman. We're going to be beautiful in and out. In all shapes. Yeah. in Shape, sizes, whatever, yes. short, tall. But um, now, I don't really... I feel like all my insecurities are blessings, so I don't really look at them as insecure. I don't call them insecurities. I just call it my own little thing. I'm a unicorn. Like, yeah. my, my boobs are small, but my booty big. So I'm a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what I'm
0: saying? I'm dark skinned. And then I used to have issues with like skin and I still kind of do because I work out so much and it's just a lot that comes with that. But, mm-hmm. you know, a bump, I'm just like, okay, nobody got this bump right here though. Right. So this is bump. So, <laughs> you know, I try, to, I try to be so positive, overly positive. I like a DJ Khaled. Yeah. Overly positive. But I try to be positive about everything that about me. Okay. Everything I see about myself that I just be like, uh, you know, like this little role right here, yeah, I'll be like, what well, is my role? Right. So it's either you take it or leave it. well so I'm, I'm glad you're in I, a yeah, better space. kind of out it right now. Yes. you know.
1: Because them roles may be coming in your older years, right. honey. And you're going to be like, roll. I need to go join a Wayne <laughs> trainer. Get at this role. Hopefully, I still
0: got my little push for, you know, working out now. Hopefully, when I get older, I don't fall out of it. How often do you work out? Uh, now, uh, I'm going to say five days a week. I have done seven, mm-hmm. which is not te- technically good because I lift weights. But I do try to do at least five mm-hmm. um, since I do lift weights just to give my – Muscles, you know, that rest time to be sure I don't injure myself because I have before. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yep, a good solid five days a week.
1: Oh, what does yeah. your uh, workout regimen look like?
0: Um, is I it do, routine? Um, Yeah, I do a lot of, um, what would you call them? I do CrossFit as mm-hmm. well, which is kind of like a sports within itself. Um, basically, a lot of hit workouts mm-hmm. on top of all of that. I do lifting um whether it's being heavy lifting or lifting for reps for toning purposes you know just kind of just getting strong as hell yeah basically yeah in, in a nutshell so a lot of my workouts i do go in there and be like ah, oh, what am i do today and some a lot of my other workouts i be yeah this is what i'm doing for today this is my program that i may be on this is day one leg one push one you know things of that nature so i kind of make try to make sure i have something to do when i go to the gym so i won't just be sitting in there yeah
1: so yeah so it looks like because i do follow you on social media media as i mentioned you work out all the time as you just mentioned so mm-hmm. why is it so important for you to stay in shape and uh, get in that gym
0: honestly it really rooted from needing an escape um besides music working out was an escape more for a mental level of it um i started working out because for one my knees was hurting i was heavy i had got so heavy i was like really? yes i was well you wouldn't really couldn't even tell but i had the whole double chin going and everything mm-hmm. but i was a good what 215 i had think that was the heaviest that i got and my what? knees was hurting <laughs> so i was like let me start working out or something. And then once I started slimming down, it became more of like an escape for me. Like I would go to the gym when I'm upset or I'm dealing with something. to just clear my head out going there mm-hmm. and just lifting weights. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, a lot of people don't like a lot of women don't like lifting weights because they mm-hmm. think they're going to get buff. Although if I do flex, my arm is kind of big so in my let lat- me see my let la- you know Jeremy, let's
1: see in my uh-uh. legs my legs a little you know i got a little lettage. i think my muscle bigger than yours my, let you know, me see now my- i'm the <laughs> rounded over
0: <laughs> but you know just working out has helped me mentally a lot like it's gotten through mm-hmm. me through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um whether it was school outside things family friends mm-hmm. getting over that stage of Figuring out who for me and who's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so really working out, it really stemmed from like a mental escape from life. Okay. I could have went to anything
1: else. Right. You you definitely right about <laughs> I that. I could have went to
0: anything else, but I decided to do working out because liquor is nasty. and You don't drink?
1: No. Well, I do. All-
0: I occasionally drink. Like I pick and choose when I want to. It's not like a requirement for me because mm-hmm. in this day and age, a lot of people are required to drink to have a good time which is terrible mm-hmm. so i'm literally lit when i wake up in the morning maybe okay. five minutes after i wake up and before i go to sleep okay you got that good
1: lit <laughs> yeah, like I'm, built I'm, in system yeah, lit. i'm just naturally okay. lively
0: but okay. yeah that's where my workout has literally came from a okay. lot of me- more of mental wellness yeah
1: Awesome. Now, I know that you are a University of Memphis graduate, yes. right? Yes. So how was it like going to University of Memphis, and what did you major in?
0: Uh, I majored in political science with a minor in criminology uh, or criminal justice, whichever one you decide to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, my first <laughs> my first two years of college were boring. Uh, we was in that prereq stage. Mm-hmm. I didn't stay on campus. I stayed at home. Um, and that's really what I feel like it made it boring because I didn't do anything. I went to class. I went home.
1: Oh, sorry, i about to say, were you on campus?
0: Yeah, I went to class. I went home. That was it. I okay. went to work. But um, my my third year, I stayed on campus. I stayed in Carpenter at that. So I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be better than dorms. So I stayed in Carpenter because they're more like apartments and I hated my roommates, and I wanted to fight them because they was nasty and trifling. Mm. But um, I had roaches and stuff. And
1: Oh, my. Yeah. the but,
0: but I had so much fun, though, because okay. it was like I always had to find something to do. Mm-hmm. I did stroll like an alpha. I met some amazing people. <laughs> Just having to be on campus all the time, you literally meet more people than I would mm-hmm. have, you know, in my first two years. Once I got to my senior year, I was
1: lit. Okay.
0: Because I crossed... You crossed your
1: senior <laughs> year.
0: Yes. The Epsilon <laughs> Kappa Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Yeah. And that was one of the, like, best decisions um, I've made in my college career. Um, Gained 48 line sisters. We brought wow. the chapter back. So that was what amazing. number are you? I am the sporty 40.
1: Sporty the 40. Glock 40. Okay, Yeah, DSC. I'm the Glock 40. So, you know. <laughs> Glock 40. Glock
0: 40. So, okay. you know, um once it got down on into college
1: mm-hmm.
0: it was more fun because I was doing more I was applying myself more rather than just going to class and then going home mm-hmm. so I enjoyed college and a lot of my DJing those last two years
1: was... so you began um a while in school
0: uh, yes I okay. started like I tell people all the time I really been DJing for five years but I really don't claim those first two because the first two years, I would only DJ at home. Okay, I was really afraid of going out and embarrassing myself. You were so, practicing at the house, yes, all the time. If my folks had people over, I was trying to DJ. My dad has a history of DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really come from a musical background, so I bet your dad
1: will always be like, "Nah, Zetta, play this, play this." Yes,
0: that's he how my dad is he was my biggest critique. Um, like, he would always critique everything that I do. He would, You know, let me know he's mm-hmm. proud of me. But it was always something, you know, try to take your time.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, you got to feel it. Mm-hmm. My you, daddy. Yeah, you sound like my daddy. <laughs> my daddy is, like, so,
0: oh, he's a character. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just DJing around the house. Um, Were you on fire tables? No. I first, firstically, ah, firstically, yeah, that's a word. I <laughs> first started out on a Newmark Mixture mixtrack pro 3 that's a controller basically two toggles on it some simple you know fx's or whatever you want to call fx um that's what i first started off with Mm -hmm. now my first gig didn't come until like 2016 okay so and that was a gospel rap like get-together showcase type of thing and i was just like
1: oh my god how did you get that first gig so?
0: oh my god dad um apostle kevin davison uh he knew i was trying to dj and you know he wanted to kind of help push me into it and he referred me to a young lady the young lady hit me up and was like hi hey, how much you charge and then i'm just looking at the phone like i don't even know like how much do i charge right. so you know just with him helping me you know with pricing and everything and once once I literally did that event mm-hmm. it just literally took off I guess from seeing how people reacted mm-hmm. to me because I would pull up and I still get it now pull up and be like what's up I'm DJ Zeta where you want me to set up it and they are be like mm-hmm. what <laughs> <laughs> oh you're a girl right. <laughs> oh you actually DJ and I'm just like yeah now where you want me to set up it mm-hmm. because you know I try not to get too offended when people you know ask me what I do I tell them I DJ and then they just be like what
1: Mm-hmm. like it's
0: a foreign thing to do like women can't do what niggas do we can if yeah. we wanted to but i don't feel like it should dj should be you know male predominant but it's just the way it is it is so. but we got a lot of breakthroughs yes we have we've made a lot of yeah made it made a lot of things move yeah. um i just recently met big sue and she was just the most
1: funny thing like Where did was, you meet Sue?
0: Uh, at our first female DJ exchange meetup, whatever you would I like to call it. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I saw that on
1: Instagram. And she came in
0: a room, like, already on 10. We was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was. I know I, was. I can't speak for everybody else. But I was. And I was. she was extremely funny. Mm-hmm. She gave us some good old knowledge as far as DJing, being a girl in the game. Mm-hmm. and. It was just we call ourselves the She J's, you know. We the came she up with J's. a whole name and Shemang, but you know, <laughs> I feel like it shouldn't be as male predominant, and it shouldn't be a foreign thing to hear a female is DJ. I mean, yeah. it's it's DJ, not truck driving. So. Right, <laughs> it,
1: it, exactly. But you know what? I think that it's cute that it has some exclusivity to it because yeah. although it's it's very few women that do it, I mean. Just think about your price. Your mm-hmm. price is, is up because yeah. I am exclusive yes. in this game. You yes, know? like a
0: diamond. Hello, in a rough. You yes. hear what I'm saying? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So you've been in the game for a minute now. Mm-hmm. Um, once you graduated from University of Memphis, I know you said you had you were a political science major, mm-hmm. right? You had some post graduation depression. Yes. And a Where lot did of that people come from? people do
0: not talk about it. Is, like, what only, am I going to do? I'm not going to even get emotional about it because I'm kind of trying to get at that stage of being so overly emotional. I'm dramatic. so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was in a dramatic situation. It was a dramatic situation. But once I graduated, um, for one, I went to school for political science. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated it. I literally hated my degree. Well, why did
1: you major in political science? <sighs> you know
0: in the nicest way possible your parents always want you to do something that you can always fall back on so of course go to school for something that you know you can always have a job in
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I originally wanted to go to school for music and my dad was just like music will always be here blah blah Mm. you need to get something solid you're always gonna need a doctor you're always gonna need a lawyer and I tell a lot of younger people now that's in the same you know in that same boat, you know, although you do go to school to get some paper, because that's basically mm-hmm. at this point in the day and age we live in, it's just literally paper just to prove to somebody. Yeah. I put in a little time. So hire me, but I tell people all the time, go to school for something that you would like to do to make it easier on you. It's going to be hard regardless. But when I, when you're in a situation that I was in and I hate it, I literally hate it. <laughs> political science because it was it was hard i had to take a statistics class it was Mm -hmm. just overall hard major so you know once i got through that little hump criminal justice was like my escape that's why i picked it up as a minor but i'm supposed to be going to law school it was a thought and once um, you graduated once i graduated and i realized that it was over
1: that you didn't want to do anything else with it's not that that, degree
0: i I, I don't know how to put it it's not that i don't want to do anything with it i just i'm not interested in anything that comes with it right now Um not saying that i won't go to law school because the usually the first year law school age rate is 25 to 27 Mm -hmm. because you have to get you have to realize that you're professionally going to school at that point so it's just not like jumping out of one going into the other. You literally have to give yourself time to, I feel like you should give yourself time to get out of that, you know, student mentality mm-hmm. to get off into professionally going to school. Because when you're getting your bachelor, you're not professionally going to school. Right. So um, once I graduated, I literally was sitting in the room and I was like, what now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People don't realize you go to school from when you, what, three four years of age up until the age I was last year, what 23. (laughs) So it's just like, what do I do now? I've been in school my whole life, all my life. It was good, good, get good Mm -hmm. grades, you know, get ready for college or get ready for high school. And then, you know, before then, elementary is get ready for middle school, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So it's now, it's like, I'm literally dumped off into a world I have no
1: did you not do any internships while? I mean I worked at a law firm but but you knew in your mind that's not what I uh-uh it's I kinda got to do something with yeah. and you I, it. I think
0: a, a me working in that firm the corporate firm that I and I'm still there employed it it opens my eyes to the fact that I see the attorneys there on a daily basis and I see how mm-hmm. hard they work and how less of time that they have to i won't say live because they enjoy what they do mm. but it's just like they always working mm-hmm. work, work 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 that's their life mm-hmm. working and i don't technically see myself sitting up and working for somebody
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> what type of firm is it um, what, what kind of law uh, do they They practice? deal with
0: eoc um okay basically equal employment mm-hmm. things of that nature um uh, for the people i mean Mm, it was for mm. the people but, <laughs> but not it's interesting just a, it's, a, it's on a corporate level and once yeah. you get off into corporate law it's it's a little different um it's a little different mm-hmm. it's a lot of different really I don't
1: know why I hear what you're telling me but I feel like you would be an outstanding lawyer
0: and and i still say it now i still try to speak it into existence because i'm real big on it i feel like what you put out into the world is what you get Mm -hmm. so i still kind of speak it into existence but where my mindset is now and especially me we're doing something right now that i absolutely love doing which is djing Mm -hmm. it's not it's not popping it's not connecting in my mind right now to do law school
1: okay. so
0: you know like I said you know I may still do it on down the line but it's not gonna happen right now.
1: <laughs> so not how much right of your now. time do you spend working at the law firm right now?
0: Uh, It's kind of like a part-time position simply because i'm the office assistant so mm-hmm. i'm always running the court filing things
1: filing that's yeah. where it started. that's where it started. Yeah, just you know a little know small I I, legal stuff i bet a lot of them encourage you and they really asking do. you when they, are you going yeah. uh to las uh Alaska. yeah and, and how long is that like five years three it's three,
0: three. three. Okay. um mainly the first two years is like prereqs i would say um Mm -hmm. if you talking in terms of like a four-year but uh, it's like prereqs and then the last year well the last year and a half well, now half a year is like dealing with the different kinds of law and Mm -hmm. then at that point your last semester is like trying to get you ready Mm -hmm. (laughs) to throw you out in the world basically because you know you do have to take the bar exam Mm -hmm. so a lot of that is implemented in that last year Things of that nature, but, you know, they keep pushing me. And, I, and I'm I thankful for that because people don't have to want to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people that don't want to see me succeed, but who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, but. um,
1: Well, since you're we, in we that don't. industry right now, <laughs> what, I mean, if you had to, if you had to deal with uh, being a lawyer, what are the top three types of law that you would practice?
0: Really, I just want to go into one, entertainment law. Cause entertainment law. Yes, okay. because simply it's connected to what I kind of do now. Which is entertain people. That's so what I'm saying. Like I with your
1: background, will, I you literally know. Will
0: only want to go into entertainment law. Okay. Yes, I feel like everything else I'll be too kind of close <laughs> to when it comes to like family and mm-hmm. uh, divorce, and you know my fam, my my folks are divorced, so it's kind of dad. Yeah, it's kind of okay. touchy. I don't want to kind of deal with that. You know, you know, we all had those little things mm-hmm. where we kind of sweep. We deal with it, but we kind of sweep it under the rug. Yeah. We don't want to keep dealing with it. So. You know, I think I'd be too close to everything else. And I think I would really love that feel simply because mm-hmm. I do entertain people now. So it's just like, right. why not?
1: I, I see so many positives yeah, with I this mean, it conversation is. we're having, even with verbally affected. <laughs> three more years of school.
0: <laughs> I already kind of hate school. I don't hate learning. I just hate the
1: school aspect portion. So. Aren't you done? You're done with school. Yes, I graduated. So you keep thinking like I'm not going back to school. Yeah, for the, all it's, years. it's in okay. my hair
0: for right now. Okay, you know, I get those sparks every now and then where I want to do something because I'm overly bored. But mm-hmm. that's when I just reapply myself to DJing okay. and reapply myself to my music and getting better with that. But right now,
1: you know, it's okay. looking kind
0: of slim for you, girl.
1: Okay, well let me <laughs> ask you this, Miss bored. dot org. <laughs> While you're being bored, are you having a hot girl summer, is the oh. question. <laughs> <laughs> are you having a hot girl summer? You know Meg the Stallion coined, yeah, coined this phrase, yes. hot girl summer. And Let me ask you, DJ Zetta. what do you think she meant when she said, okay, ladies, we having a hot girl summer? Because she be on everybody's ass on Twitter. All right, ladies, what we doing? Yeah, she do. So what's the definition of a hot girl summer?
0: like music is what you perceive or what you get out of it. -hmm. I feel like a hot girl summer, which a lot of people are going to disagree. I feel like a hot girl summer is just being overly confident in yourself, Mm -hmm. living your best life, doing what what the fuck you want to do. Basically, um, and not living for somebody else. She wants you to live for yourself. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you listen to Megan, that's all she really talks about. That is just just in a more vulgar way. Mm-hmm. But she she basically saying, do do what you wanna do. Stop yeah. forget these niggas and do what you wanna yes. do. So technically I'm living a high girl summer. But if you what you wanna do doing what I wanna do, but other people the way these posts that I've been seeing. They trying to they put try a to, negative light on it. They to to being a hoe. And I don't yes. think that's not what Megan, Megan has never called herself a hoe. Right. And that's why
1: we on so, here breaking down yes. hot girl summer is Hot
0: girl summer is doing what you want to do and loving yourself.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. one thing about it, Megan Self-love. ain't, she really not worried. I mean, although she is dating the Memphis, you know, she had to get a little she twang in the Memphis system. In her. But, you know, she doing what she wanna do. She living how she wanna live. Yeah. She's doing exactly what Smart she wanna do. Like, yes, yeah, she's pretty. Yes. Degree. Uh, she haven't graduated. Has Have she graduated yet? I don't yet? think, I don't she think graduated she's graduated yet. graduated yet. But I think she's close. So yeah. it's just like she doing mm-hmm. what she she's living her best life to the full potential. She's living to her full potential. And I think that's what high girl, this high girl summer or high girl lifestyle is. It's yeah. not getting over a nigga or Fucking niggas. It's not that. That it's, is not what it is, and I hate that not. people are trying to
1: make that. You know, and they're even like trying to. Here we go with the fellas. We can't have nothing to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now it's a hot boy summer. They yeah. they want to be in on it too. And I, I don't even. <laughs> they do the city boys. Yeah, the now, city boys. The
0: city girl thing. That's a different. That's thing That's different.
1: We're not talking about them. But a
0: hot girl summer is just loving yourself yes. and doing what you want to do, living to your full potential. But yeah, the city thing. That's a whole different whole different
1: lifestyle that's true now look (laughs) i saw someone post this today in regards to hot girl summer to-do list have you seen this to-do list no i have not okay check it out uh number one get drinks with a woman you met this year okay i like that number two say no to events you do not want to attend yeah number three spend at least one day alone each week Do you do that? Yes. Almost all the time. Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, recommit to your 2019 goals. Mm -hmm. Five, start saving for a 2020 girls' trip. Mm -hmm. Six, cook dinner and invite friends over. Do you do that? Yes. You know how to cook Zeta. I look, you know, look a little bit. You know, a little, little Afro. <laughs> a little chicken Afredo. A little hot girl meal. You <laughs> a little salmon, to. you know. <laughs> number six, uh, I'm sorry, number seven, block off one hour each morning for self care. Mm-hmm. I'm loving that. Number eight, mix work and play. Mm-hmm. Nine, go on a few romantic dates. Are mm-hmm. you doing that, DJ Zeta? Yeah,
0: I've been in a committed relationship for the last three years. Really? Yeah, that's my baby. What? Yeah, you in a
1: committed relationship? Yeah. Okay. Hi, girl, Summer. Hi, girl. Uh, Number 10, call your friend back. 11 and the last one, mute accounts that don't make you feel good about yourself.
0: Number 10, really hit the, the nail on the
1: head. Call your friend back. <laughs> I'm going to call you right back. <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> Look, most people don't even call people anymore. You well, know, I do. Texting.
0: Because I my fingers get tagged. Yeah. i'm already typing on my computer having trying to try download music and stuff of that nature and i did a lot of typing in school so i ain't trying to do no extra typing
1: mm-hmm. if
0: it ain't gonna get me nowhere so i actually like facetiming and call i would rather okay. facetime or call you because i be having a lot to say yeah as you can see yes <laughs> so but that was a you notice that list didn't mention nothing that about a cute. dude exactly it didn't mention nothing about having sex none of that It ain't mentioned nothing about being A city girl, basically. they mixing the two up. That's the issue. Right. they just mixing the two up. And Megan really be talking about, because it's a lot of females out here living off of people. That's what she fussing about. Everybody think they fussing about, because we ain't wearing certain stuff and living the city girl life. They getting the two shoes. And you see them
1: girls in jail.
0: Uh, One
1: on. But she finna get out. She finna get out. Mm. (laughs) Do you like the city girls?
0: (laughs) I mean, um...
1: Real ass, we say my fuck about
0: mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I can't really just say I, musically. Yes. Yes. I, musically. Oh, yeah. Yes. A lot of people don't write their own shit now. So I end up liking the person that's writing it. Mm hmm. So, um <laughs> What's there, the guy there, the name that they right? yeah look Yeah it And I've always I've been bumping little Bo for a little minute mm-hmm. since what's the name of some little dumb song. The little dumb song he
1: came out with in the beginning, huh?
0: Right. When he had his little red hair and he was really on the mm-hmm. bees and stuff. So I've been bumping little Bo for a little minute. But mm-hmm. City Girls is a good image. uh that's another thing I disagree with. Um to make it, you literally they try to make women into an image. Mm-hmm. we can't just be an artist or we can't just be a dj we gotta throw a wig on we gotta have our hair straight right. we gotta look a certain way extra yeah all the time mm-hmm. and I'm, let me be me and you know i just that ain't me right i don't right. wear makeup I, I got this little wig on now it just came from beauty supplies though <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> and i'm scared it's gonna slide off now no but, you got good but when, in doubt, hat. when in doubt when Throw
1: that wig on if you need to, yeah. but you know, I love that you are unapologetically being yourself. Though. Yes, that's and that's one of the things I like about you and following your accounts. It's important, yes, you because you be see a, so much of the same thing, yeah, you know, versus you seeing real organic, real, you know, people just being themselves, mm-hmm. them tr- their true selves. Mm-hmm. So. And I
0: really got wrapped up in, in trying to be other people when I was in high school, real tough. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to fit in and trying to be cute. So I felt like I had mm-hmm. to wear certain clothes. My daddy was a real daddy, baby. He didn't play. So once <laughs> once these <laughs> these lumps start filling out, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he had me in, like, size 15 pants. Daddy. He was, he was not going for it, mm-hmm. which I'm thankful for because, you know, nothing ever happened to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, because I look like a nun, but in entire- a, <laughs> a nun <laughs> what a-, a nun okay i, <laughs> I was always fully clothed you know fully okay. clothed mm-hmm. in my you know high school years i used to sneak clothes to school mm-hmm. trying to wear what the other girls is wearing Did your and dad I- had you like a tomboy <sighs> not necessarily because he used to buy me purses and stuff mm-hmm. i kind of switched over into tomboyish my own self okay i hate carrying purses i hate shopping i hate trying on clothes it's just literally everything a normal woman would like to do. I literally hate it, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of converted myself on over into my little tomboy. But no, my daddy didn't try to make me be one. Mm-hmm. He was all for wearing perfume and
1: nails. What and he thought, his perception of what a woman should
0: yeah he just do. didn't want he just he he just didn't want his daughter he didn't want your
1: ex- your titties
0: exposed exactly he <laughs> didn't want no other man looking at me because he is a man so Ooh, he's just right. like, we're going yeah throw That's this dress daddy. on. So you know, I'm for thankful you. for it because I feel like some people are a little overexposed too early. So yeah. once Ooh, I got grown, a
1: lot of that, right? Yeah. Now. Once I got grown,
0: I could act grown. He gave me a chance to be grown. Mm-hmm. My mama gave me a chance to be grown. They they was real tough on. See, my mom was a little more lenient. Mm-hmm. So you know, of course, mom was just like, "No, there's nothing wrong." My mm-hmm. daddy, oh no, baby, one thing going on in mm-hmm. his house. But, you know, you they they, they always gave me the opportunity to be grown. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of that is snatched from younger kids now because they're already getting sewing, which ain't nothing wrong, and I ain't, you know, I ain't throwing no shade on nobody. But one no sewing going in my head, not at the age of 16. No, never. I'm sorry. It's either braids or barrettes, and I <laughs> wasn't finna put no barrettes on <laughs> at no 16. So it was like, right. throw some braids, want no color going in my It's just a different you know day
1: and time it definitely is even from when i was growing up <laughs> at 16 i mean i could see the different dynamics in between the generations mm-hmm. but things are definitely more out there more just in your face now yeah. <laughs> so yeah um but let's jump into music we already mentioned meg the stallion um you know meg cardi b mm-hmm. they're dominating yeah the charts cardi right b now. is
0: another image yes Uh-oh. yes she is I have to be very strategic, you know. I'm, I'm up <laughs> NWJ for Cardi B. So. Do you like I mean, Cardi I like B? B? Yeah, I, she's okay. real, which is what a lot of, we was really missing it. Yeah. The Barbie stage, we had that, you know, what i wrong we but we had this loud, obnoxious, funny, mm-hmm. just hood person pop up out of nowhere. The hood girls was hood girl. We was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, she pop her lips like me or you know Mm -hmm. we she was relatable
1: very relatable
0: very relatable there's nothing wrong with cardi b Mm -hmm. it's just you know her music and her folks writing for her i'm just real big on writing your own Mm -hmm. because mainly because i didn't get everything on my own as a dj so it's just like i want y'all to do the same thing Mm -hmm. but before then like her old lick her old stuff yeah she was writing that stuff and it was good she was popping you know, I think she was on a show. I don't really watch TV. I think she was on some reality show. Yeah, loving her for, uh-huh, for a so, minute. Yeah, for a minute. And it, it, it gave her, her good, music. Yeah, it gave her the exposure she need to get where she is now.
1: Baby, she was in and out on a so, reality show. You know. <laughs> she was following the model. Yeah. Of what she was, you know, her Literally, career. Literally. An image. Literally. An image. Right. So you got Meg the Stallion, Cardi B. You know, those ladies are dominating the charts. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess Nicki, you know, with the Megatron. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's going to get back on the charts. I mean, do you think this is going to continue throughout the year? Or are women just, you know, heading the charts right now with rap music?
0: Um, it's building confidence. So it's definitely going to continue. Mm-hmm. I don't see this as being something as a phase, I would say. Um, as far as with women hitting the charts, because Ari Lennox, that's another young lady. I
1: love I, Ari baby, Lennox. You didn't say something, baby. I listen to Shea Butter. I've been broke
0: before. before. Yeah, you know, I've been broke before. before. I love yeah. <laughs> I love Ari Lennox, and people, it's just people like that. Um, young ladies, Real. young ladies like that, mm-hmm. that keep it going. It ain't no one hit wonder type of thing, or it ain't no one hit a quitter, mm-hmm. or she had a good song on this. No. It's like we we really pushing that quality yes. music. We're really pushing that quality. That's my girl though. That's
1: my the girl. The whole honey. album
0: I can bump from beginning to end. To end. To end. And I know every
1: word. Everywhere. Word. It's a great body
0: of work. <laughs> yes, it I really mean is. she did
1: that. But look who she's under. J. Cow. Like, exactly. The real one. Yes, so quality yeah. so i hope to see more quality mm-hmm. you know i females. feel like it's, it's
0: definitely coming because megan writes her own stuff yeah That's, now
1: when we, she just spit from the dome and she be like she is really she
0: literally spitting. and I, I was listening to her double xl um interview today and it's crazy because her favorite rap artist is pimp c wow pimp c who else she said three six and it was one more him. biggie See? biggie these are lyrical people
1: yes that didn't
0: hit the charts and literally still rock three six yeah she was real deal on some Mm-mm. some gangster some gangster <laughs> shit so it's just like and women we not used to that we're no. not used to megan right now so we're trying to figure it out that's how this little city girl high girl something getting mixed up but yeah. she really on some some real gangster shit some gangster shit which ain't no wrong with it because she literally living the life anybody when she get she finna be degree, <laughs> all kind of extra stuff so i don't i don't see that as being a phase it's women domination right now i don't see that being a phase i see it constantly Undoing. you know going yes. on because it's building confidence because girls yes. are looking up and be like oh my god you know mm-hmm. i can do that i feel mm-hmm. like i can you know and you know just like anything else in life you know other people see you doing it Builds them look confident. And next thing you know, they taking off. So yeah. it's not a phase.
1: And all of us ladies, we trying to get that Megan roll. Yeah, you she know, I've been kind it. of working on that roll. I I get down there a little bit, but no, my knees <laughs> the way
0: I squat. You know, Girl. a lot of weight, so my knees ain't the best. The they Megan are the best. <laughs> it be but hard. She, yeah, she got a different little thing going the road. <laughs> yes,
1: she <laughs> do. She's flexible than the mug. Yeah. But, um, okay, so I know we've been talking about women a lot. And speaking of Charles Lil Nas X, you know, he's mm-hmm. been breaking all kind of mm-hmm. records. With Old Town Road, yes. and you know he came out. Yes, I'm loving it right now. Uh, right on the simply, last day of what Pride Month, yep. he came out. Yep. I'm here for it too.
0: I'm, I'm all here for it simply because, for one, the white folks didn't want to see him make the country charts. Yes. They tried to snatch him off. Billy Ray slid in, rescued him, brought him back. Mm-hmm. So now I know. Th- I know they are just so n- living <laughs> right now because now we have a black guy on the country charts at number one, and he's he's gay he likes boys and he's daddy. Daddy. we love it so i know they are just whoo they are yes. up here with it, but i'm all for
1: it yeah like i do you i'm glad he came out
0: right what you had sex and ain't got nothing to do with me right. i know that's been hidden. twitter I was, he's I was been making
1: to... so much fun yeah. of his situation it's funny when you see the post but they have to
0: do that um because it's some mean people out here. It
1: is. It is, and, uh, and that's what I think he's doing. He's turning. He's like, making the best situation. of it. Yeah, yeah. and, and it is really actually some funny content mm-hmm. that it's, he's putting it's it out. It's
0: really comical, but he's just trying to make the best of it. Because if you let, I mean, it's a mean. It's some really. It's a lot of mean people out here, mm-hmm. and you get you talk about social media. They real quick to get and type some stuff. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to get on there and type some mean. Yeah, and don't even think nothing about it. So he making the best Maybe of it. Maybe he'll
1: repost something real mean and make the, 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 the funniest yes, joke out of it. Yes,
0: I'm all for it. He literally living the dream right now. Mm-hmm. I'm all for Lil Nas. He turning up. Yes. He got the t- number one in two charts. Mm-hmm. So he he
1: doing it. You doing his thing. He's he doing it. Now, if you had a bucket list, like a DJ bucket list, like what would it be like? somewhere that you would want to DJ and like somebody that you would want to DJ with go on tour with or mm-hmm. any do you have any of those aspirations of course who would it be
0: oh it would be of course I want to DJ behind my favorite artists such as J. Cole Kendrick Kendrick um, yes I love where is Kendrick Kendrick I'm is making some things happen. people have to realize Ooh, he's
1: so solid. outside I know it's of gonna rapping be a lot
0: of people do a lot of producing mm-hmm. like in the music industry you have to wear a lot of hats mm-hmm. to make it do what it do for yourself mm-hmm. so you know and then he signed the on top dog they got other people that they pushing right now so it's like a more like a take everybody taking their turn and
1: because yeah, j-rock had his mm-hmm. go
0: yeah so everybody yeah. kind of taking their turn under the label and um i'm pretty sure they going to be pushing scissor again soon mm-hmm. since it's been almost about two years since her last um project but Two Chains, I love Two Chains. Uh, K Camp, I love K Camp. Um, that's one of a very that's an artist that I feel like people don't really pay attention to. He
1: kind of slept on, but he cold he really, now. He
0: really repetitive, but it be bumping. Mm-hmm. People don't be realizing it. <laughs> I would love to DJ behind a female art uh, Rico Nasty. I love Rico Nasty. I love everything about Rico Nasty because she don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. and uh, I really feel like that's who needs to be in the spotlight. I mean, is it, she there? But She's kind of like a crossover artist, so mm-hmm. she rap, but she do a lot of pop, rock, rap type. And people pop can't... Rock. It's really hard for people to get into. What's a, a song from Rico Nasty? I'm trying to think. I just went to Benny, Hunter, and you probably uh, haven't heard it, mm-hmm. but Key Lime OG. Key Lime. That's one of I my favorite to check songs. check out yeah. now, Rico Check out Rico Nasty. Nasty. Now, when you first see her, you're going to be like, oh, okay, because she... She literally wear what she want to wear she do what she want to do to her hair she you know she don't try to make herself out into an ig model she just literally does what she love yeah. and do what she want to do she screams all the time she's yelling she's she's always here mm-hmm. with all of her music Um, uh, roof that's off her new project bumping so rico nasty i would love the dj behind megan that'll be like cool since mm-hmm. she's popping right now i don't really have aspirations to meet cardi uh, i feel what? like I mean,
1: no, I feel like,
0: yeah, I feel like I know her already. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because we, I mean, through social media like she talk about everything. So I feel she like, put everything I feel like we now. know each other. I mean, it'd be cool to be like, hey, but I wouldn't be like,
1: you <gasps> like, I'm good on like Cardi. A Two chains,
0: mm-hmm. man. If I meet two chains, y'all don't understand. I, I've been a two chains fan, Teeter t- Boy, mm-hmm.
1: like live mixtape yeah. type two chains.
0: You know with Teeter Boy? Because he won two chains at the time.
1: He was t- but, t- the Boy, but he was bumping back then. Yes. But, like, everything happened for a reason. Yes, it everything. does. I know he had
0: to change for, you know, signing purposes and one mm-hmm. nobody finna sit up and call <laughs> this man Titty Boy. Yeah. It was just <laughs> not gonna happen. So, you know, he did a good job of changing it, but mm-hmm. to change, who else? You know, I would like to do, DJ a festival. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing about mixed crowds, it's so easy, easy to DJ for mixed crowds simply because. When they get a little lick in their system, they don't care what they hear.
1: It's it's whatever.
0: It's did it's different DJing here in Memphis, and even when I went to Atlanta, it's just you you can see the difference in the people mm-hmm. when you start jumping city to city. Which I have DJed what in Memphis, Atlanta, and Nashville. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I've DJed in Mississippi too, at Ole Miss, and uh, you just see the different crowds. Memphis folks, they like something. They like something at nine o'clock tonight. And by the next day, they'd be like, "Bro, why are you playing that? We don't even want to hear that." Where no, that really? new, Where that new? You know, ATM. Blah 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 blah. You know, which ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's just like be Yosh. consistent. It's some type of consistency, <laughs>
1: but you know, it's a hard crowd here. Now, speaking of Atlanta, you are the first female DJ yes. to DJ at the Atlanta Greek Picnic. Yes. How did that come about?
0: Um. Well, first and foremost, the you have to try out for one. Um, it's kind of like a tryout type of thing. Um, I literally thought I missed the audition thingies because you had to record your mix and then post it on social media, send them the link, post it on YouTube, mm-hmm. different things like that. I thought I had missed the the date. So I was kind of let down. I was like, oh man, I would missed it again because I was supposed to do it last year after I crossed and I had missed the date. It was literally, I think that Monday, I crossed on a Sunday and it was due the Saturday before I crossed. so one them okay. popping with it, I wasn't finna do that. So, um, literally was supposed to do it last year, missed the due date, and I thought came across this year, and I thought I missed it again. And something was just like, go back and read the email. Like something, I don't, I don't know what it was. Something just kept telling me go back and read the email. Went back and read the email. Come to find out, I read it the day it was actually due. They had changed the due date. Mm. <laughs> so I had literally, I did not go to work because. One thing about it, I don't let my job run my life. So if I decide to take off, take off. But, um, man, I got up that morning and read it. I literally got my whole mix together the same day and submitted it 30 minutes because, you know, they're an hour ahead of us, which I had totally forgot that too. But it hit me <laughs> like two hours before it was actually due. And 30 minutes before it was due, I sent my mix in. Uh, they picked from us, you know, a selection of people, uh, I was the only female. The girl, the
1: stars aligned. Well, I wasn't the only
0: female. It was another young lady too, Young Seal. Uh, she's a Zeta. She was on there as well. But we were the only two females on the list that made the top 10. Once you made the top 10, your people had to vote for you. Mm-hmm. And I came in number three. So awesome. I was just like, shout
1: out to Memphis. You Look know all awesome <laughs> of the stars aligned mm-hmm. for
0: this big occasion. Yes, and I was like stupid nervous. <clears throat> I was nervous in the video one thing about it although I, I dj a lot i still get nervous about it because my ultimate goal is not to get paid my ultimate goal is to make sure everybody have a good time which mm-hmm. you ain't technically they tell you you know you can't please everybody but that's my ultimate goal to try and please everybody yeah. when i leave that room like i want people telling me bro you turned that junk up, fool like I've been going through some things, but tonight had me lit, that type of thing. So whenever I have the chance to DJ, I'm always nervous. It's always a little nervous bug in me. Mm -hmm. You know, my stomach started to hurt and stuff like that. But I was nervous in the video. And when I made the top 10 and they had posted me on the website, I was nervous about people voting for me because it's just like,
1: who really fucks with me? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, Zeta, it's good to have that nervous energy. Like that type of nervous energy will keep you humble it'll keep you on yes. your toes yes. you know i still get that like before i host it, even i don't care what it is i get a little a little nerd uh, and, and everybody <laughs> like how long you been doing this <laughs> i'm like just be quiet Leave i got alone. this Leave alone. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a reminder mm-hmm. like you here motherfucker yeah and you gonna be all right
0: yeah and it's literally like i sometimes i have to drink because sometimes i get i get a little i get overly nervous and mm-hmm. i already kind of have musician hands and they always kind of shake outside of me not doing anything or mm-hmm. not being nervous but sometimes it'll get to the points where i'm literally like shaking like this and people are like yeah calm down like you mm-hmm. do this why are you nervous and it's mm-hmm. just like because i have lives to be accountable for that's how i feel you <laughs> yes. know i take it a little more it's a little more personal for mm-hmm. me it's not just sliding the fade over mm-hmm. or just playing what's on the radio because mm-hmm. music is beyond what's on the radio oh definitely that so it's just like i don't know it's always just that little nervous bug but once i you know once i got to the top 10 and mm-hmm. i started pushing for people to vote for me and then i started seeing how much people really mess with me Mm -hmm. it kind of threw me for a loop honestly because i want i would before i'm the shit Mm -hmm. i know i'm the shit okay (laughs) but when it comes to people other people and i really don't give a fuck how people feel about me but when it comes to people and being a dj you need a following Mm -hmm. so and i feel like that was always an area that i was lacking in but once it, once it was time for the people to show up, they showed up. And mm-hmm. it kind of threw me for a whole loop. And I'm just like, is people actually out here watching me? Yeah. So it's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and awesome. then when I came in the top three, I was, I was like, oh, my God. You crazy. did that. And then I didn't even find out that I was the first female DJ until I got to. I was in Atlanta DJing at some club because there's so many clubs down there. Mm-hmm. It was like a day party and tiwa which is one of the guys that's over um agp and all that good stuff he was like oh yeah yeah he has an african mm-hmm. accent so it was just a pleasure to talk to him it's always good to hear other people's accents mm-hmm. but um he was like oh yeah you you're the first female dj we've ever had And i'm just like what <laughs> and he yeah. was like yeah we just had to have you here like your energy your energy I was like, yes, a lot of it. I know. <laughs> I didn't know if y'all was gonna be really messing with it, and then mm-hmm. I didn't. Really, I feel like I didn't really show myself in my video that I submitted, so it was mm-hmm. kind of like nerve wracking. But once I got there and seen how much them folks down in Atlanta love me, good. I tell ya,
1: it was. You're not about to be like, I'm about to go and move down. So. You know.
0: And I'll my best friends down. just moved down there to the Toots. <laughs> them my niggas for life. You fuck with them. Oh, they sure did. Yeah, yeah you fuck with them, I'm going to fuck you up. It's serious. um, Serious about them, too. And how are they doing?
1: They are good. They like it. Doing what they, they wanted
0: it? to do. Being where they need to be. Literally make things shake down there. Mm-hmm. They're literally the same way. You know, Memphis, you know, it's a different kind of city. You just have to know how to maneuver to get somewhere in life. But they went. They doing it. No my good. niggas. Good. I'm, I'm the tough one out of the three all three of
1: us (laughs) like
0: jay be trying to be the tough one but really i am the tough one (laughs) Ah! i didn't cuss people out for them before they even had a chance so Uh but yeah you
1: know the thought of moving
0: it's there it's just i need to know where i want to go with this because dj and literally started off as something i love Mm -hmm. then out of nowhere i started getting paid for it so Mm
1: it's
0: what it's something i love i'm getting paid for it and you know and then and from then i started getting goals on how i want to dj on what there i want you to go. implement because I, I mean i started off on a board now I dj on turntables there you go there you go <laughs> so now i'm 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 moving on up mm-hmm. but i'm also coming to competition for a lot of men yes because it's a lot of dudes still on controllers Girl. Or, which ain't nothing wrong i ain't talking bad because i got a controller myself because them turntables get a little heavy yeah but when you start bumping the game up, because when you're talking about turntables, that's a culture at this point. Yeah. It's more than just playing some songs. You got to have some technique. You got to know how to set it up. Yes. You got to have the right needle. You got to have the right mixer. The right you know, things ear. That, yes. But you, you know You got to know how to mix which half of the DJs that. I boy. encourage
1: you. I <laughs> encourage you to hone those skills. Yes. And, and, and get that money, mm-hmm. get them gigs, all the gigs that these fellas been getting forever. Yes. Go get it, girl. And it,
0: I mean, it's getting worse, too. It's out here. You got dudes now that, because uh, one thing, Betty, my price is my price. Mm-hmm. And I had to get to that point because being a woman,
1: they'll try to lowball you the in a minute part
0: of promoters will try to not pay you yes. they will do everything in their power not to pay you yes. not, saying, not saying anybody here in Memphis just in general in Memphis in general
1: <laughs> they will <would> try, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to use you
0: they will try to use you as much as they, can. Until they use you up, basically yeah, that's and how the
1: game w- work, though. Yeah, but you have to stay in your ground. You do, and you and you got to put your work and in. You same and, dudes and hone your skills too. So
0: same dudes will try to come under you and be like, bruh, how much you charge? I right, I do this jump for twenty five now. That's all low down. That's all low. Down. I'd be damned if I sit up. I have <laughs> <laughs> over what 2,000 two, two worth, probably more. Honestly, I'm pretty proud low low balling my equipment. I got $1,000 away from cream. I'm not finna pull up and set all this shit up Buy my damn cell yeah. to DJ for $50 now. No. An hour. It's a damn shame. No. no. I won't be doing it. So if no. you want quality, you pay for quality. You do it for everything else. Exactly. So it's just like, I'm not. You know, there's people out here that do that. Dudes. I know. Dudes that do that. I know. See a girl on it, and they'll try to snatch that joint from them. That is so crazy. But if you if you, it's just like life. If you feel that much of yourself to charge to to do a party for twenty five, that's just letting people know how you feel about your skills. <laughs> you know, I ain't got no twenty five dollars worth of right. No.
1: <laughs> okay, Zeta, let's get into the verbally effective minute where I'm gonna ask you a few questions, rapid fire, and, and I need you to spit off the dome, okay, okay. and tell me why. Okay. So do you? Prefer, and I think I know the answer to this. No, I don't. I'm gonna leave Meg the Stallion out of this. Okay, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Cardi. Why?
0: Nicki is a little overrated for me. Um, and the tooth is gonna kill me because they love some Nicki baby. <laughs> they some baby. barbs. Yeah, they love some Nicki. They'll pick Nicki over Cardi, but I don't mm-hmm. really care for Nicki. Um, her voice is a little annoying, and <laughs> besides that, I just I couldn't get into that barb thing. Mm-hmm. It was just. Cartoonic for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether, I mean, while you have Cardi that's a little more relatable, I couldn't relate to her, but I can relate to Cardi snapping her fingernails and popping and being loud and Mm -hmm. saying stuff that I would say. I can relate to that more. So it'll be Cardi for me.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to take it back now that I'm thinking about it. Today is the Queen Bee Lil' Kim birthday. Mm -hmm. Would you prefer Lil' Kim or MC Light?
0: MC Light. Quality. Mm -hmm. Quality, baby. Sorry, <laughs> my daddy. Got, my dad has always had a crush on MC Light. That's he taught girl. me the history of MC Light, so MC Light all the way.
1: Okay. So, what type of venue would you prefer to DJ? College party or a club?
0: Ah, that's kind of hard to answer.
1: That's why it's the verbally effective minute.
0: <laughs> college party or a club? I or guess now, club. since kind of I'm at the college scene, I would say a club. Mm-hmm. Because and then I have the mm, I have the open door to play two thousands and stuff. Because you don't know mm-hmm. who out there. You got my age group on thirty five and forty five and st- other stuff that I listen to. When you're dealing with a college party, you literally have to play what's hot now because mm-hmm. them kids want to hear yes, what's hot now. So okay, I would definitely say club.
1: Okay, and you know, with you working out, do you prefer the cross- crossfit training or the
0: weights um they kind of hand in hand with each other because you lift heavy with crossfit so i go with crossfit because you lose a lot of weight quick sweat a lot and Mm -hmm. it's very challenging it's extremely challenging especially if it's something new to you so crossfit it is okay
1: okay so i want to get this one in there but i know the answer to this (laughs) one i was going to ask you as far as your law career is concerned <laughs> okay like, what type of law would you like to practice eeoc or entertainment i know it'll that.
0: be entertainment for me definitely. i think it, i it's like entertaining slick.
1: people you know what if if for nothing else if you don't want to do more with with the law piece of mm-hmm. your journey it could definitely help you
0: yeah i mean when talking about entertainment, law. Doing. it ain't no litigation anyway yeah. um so
1: Draw no country. Ain't nobody going like about to screw you over. You know what I'm <laughs> like saying? Like literally,
0: draw no country stuff. You're gonna be signing for the rest of your life. So yeah. I'll be very knowledgeable in mm-hmm. signing contracts and all kind of extra little
1: stuff. So yeah. Okay. So what's next for uh, DJ zetta
0: zetta I will be in Nashville. I believe it's July. It's the last weekend in July. I'll be up there for the Nashville Greek picnic um i got birthday party this weekend shout out little
1: stacy happy birthday Uh,
0: (laughs) um yeah we got the nashville up next and then you know we're planning getting the school year back started in august so i'll be doing uh the back to school stroll off at university of memphis which is gonna be pretty pretty big um, haven't had a st- um, stroll off since what last year, so
1: we're we gonna be leaving. Awesome, yes. awesome. Yes. Thank you so much, DJ Zeta, for stopping by the Thank verbally you. effective podcast. How can everybody get in touch with you?
0: Um, you can follow me on Instagram at DJ Zetta 901. Um, literally all the information is there. I post my business card. I post um, my email address. I'm not going to give y'all my phone number because, you know, <laughs> some of y'all be stalking now just play <laughs> But um, yes, you can do. follow me on Instagram at djzeta 901 Twitter, underscore djzeta 901 Facebook, Rosetta Jackson. That's the gov. Uh, you'll see that big old pretty picture of me on there. <laughs>
1: Alright, yes. thank you so much, DJZetta for being you. my guest for episode 77 of the Verbally Effective <laughs> Thank Podcast. you.